0: Welcome to the Hunter Headline interview series, where we talk with local champions of diversity and gain insight into their thoughts on diversity, equity and inclusion.
1: Hi, I'm Kirsten Malloy, President of the Equal Futures Project, and thanks for listening to our Hunter Diversity Podcast season in partnership with Hunter
0: Headline. Adam Lancey was appointed General Manager at BHP Mount Arthur Coal in 2019 and has over a decade of experience in the mining industry. He has held roles in finance, business improvement, operations and logistics. In addition to his day-to-day responsibilities, Adam's efforts within the community don't go unnoticed and he was awarded New South Wales Diversity Champion in 2016 after being an active member of Wymnet for a number of years. Throughout his role, he has participated in their mentoring program. Wymnet aimed to support, nurture, promote, connect and empower the women of the New South Wales minerals industry. Adam knows that supporting networks like this make for good business as more diverse and inclusive workforces perform roughly 15% better than those who aren't in terms of safety and productivity. Adam has two daughters and is keen to ensure they have the opportunity to choose as many career pathways as possible, including the mining industry. That's part of the reason he is a strong supporter and promoter of diversity in the mining industry. Welcome, Adam. Thanks so much for joining us.
2: No worries. Thanks for having me, Holly.
0: The Equal Futures Project identified you as a champion for diversity, equity and inclusion. So as an advocate, what do you think are the most important messages that you want heard?
2: Look, I think mainly it's that we are certainly on a journey and we're very keen to make sure that people can continue to evolve along that journey. So particularly in a workplace which has predominantly been male dominated, I think it's really important that we can continue to demonstrate. You know both that there's plenty of opportunities mm-hmm. for for women, um, but also to support those that are on that journey already uh, and that are forging that path into areas that we haven't traditionally seen.
0: And so I guess it's it's not about being perfect, but it's understanding that you know all these little small changes, they all add up to a big change
2: overall. Absolutely, Yeah, it was only recently up at um, Mount Arthur, which is where I'm the, the general manager, and we had an opportunity to bring a number of our females across the site into one room, which we don't typically do. Uh, and it was just quite profound for me to see how many women we had in the one room that are operating in so many different parts of our business. And if I think back only uh oh, 15 years, you know, the mindset would have been predominantly just, you know, admin.
0: Would have been um, easy to get everybody into a room. That would have been a small like, room, yeah. that's yep. right, yeah. Yep.
2: So just the vast array of areas that we've now got women working, you know, made me feel proud, but it also highlighted that there's, you know, a lot more that we can do. We know from our own stats that we've still got a lot of uh, work to do to get to sort of gender balance, um, but, you know, we're well on our way and I think it's encouraging to see when you when you get that sort of opportunity.
0: Adam, what do you think has shaped you as a leader, advocate and diversity champion?
2: Look, uh, I think first and foremost, I work for an organisation that's been been very progressive in this space, yep. particularly in the mining industry. So, look, BHP has been incredibly uh, supportive in that space. But I think for me personally, I have had the opportunity to work with uh, already in my career, a number of amazing you know, women And I guess I've seen through the opportunities that I've had in various leadership capacities that it does take a little bit of a nudge. Mm -hmm. You need to sometimes um, just provide that extra little bit of support or demonstrate that, you know, the traditional uh, view that a workforce might have of what a, you know, supervisor or a particular role needs to look like, you know, can can change. But but I don't know. I guess I just think that I've, um, I've seen the benefits that come from having a, you know, genuine diverse workplace and particularly leadership team. And so I've just been passionate about trying to, you know, in a very small way, um, use whatever opportunities I have to kind of promote that. And, um, I guess, you know, the cliche of, you know, I've got two daughters, um, Mm -hmm. that that has had an effect on me and, and look I don't you know I don't harp on about that but I would genuinely love for them to be able to not have any sort of you know um, bias in the way that they approach what type of opportunities they might have in whatever career they want to untackle. But I think
0: it's that thing of um, until you have a touch point or an experience or somebody brings it to your attention you're never you know going to be able to give something the attention it needs so it's okay that that's something that's been part of your, your journey and it's about all of those touch points and then the actions that you take from it I guess
2: yeah absolutely and, and I only say that because you know some people might say oh well I don't have daughters so does that mean I can't feel that way and like absolutely not but mm-hmm. for me um yeah I mean having um daughters who you can see in that young age you know they don't have the bias yeah. they don't understand why they can or can't do something yeah and I've um I saw a video um very early in my career run like a girl and I've actually yes. played it a few times yeah um and it, and it really gets me. I don't know why. It just really gets me, that one, because it, it emphasises the point so well. Yeah. Um, and I've played that a few times to, you know, a room full of men and, and actually just witnessed sort of a penny drop moment almost for some of them where they haven't kind of sat back and thought about that before. So, yeah, I guess for me it's just one of those things that um, – you know, you can't be what you can't see, and, and I really think that's so true. Particularly in an area or in an industry like we work in, where there's some challenges. You know, if you're going to go and be the first female supervisor of, mm. a, of a crew in a prep plant, you know that's tough going mm. um, because there are you know some barriers there that we have to work through. Um, likewise, if you know, you're going to be a tradeswoman in the workshop, we've mm. had to modify some of the tasks, and and that's not. To be discriminatory, that's just to recognise that, you know, there are other ways we can go about doing things Mm. to to promote, um, you know, a a workplace that's more balanced and genuinely inclusive. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, that's the word, right? It's about inclusion. It's it's not about um, making things different for no reason. It's about making sure that everybody's able to do the job in the best way possible.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I've seen firsthand, you know, been down into workshop bays where there's been a, a number of females working on a particular job and, and just the vibe that's around that particular, you know, workplace. It's yeah. just a, a great p- place to be a part of. And, and actually, you know, other um, members of the team have sort of said, you know, geez, that particular crew, or that particular work group, they're a, they're a great bunch to be a part of. And and they go about it slightly differently in some cases, but they mm-hmm. get the job done. And in some cases, they get it done better. So it's it's
0: Are you struggling to attract talent? You're not alone. But getting remuneration and benefits right is your first step to attracting and retaining the people you need. That's why our team at GWG Recruitment are excited to present the 2022 Newcastle Salary Guide, your ultimate guide to our region's salary data and market insights. This is a local guide benchmarking over 300 salaries, including permanent and contracting Across both corporate and blue collar roles. You can access your free copy of GWG's 2022 Newcastle Salary Guide by typing Newcastle Salary Guide into your search engine or heading to our website, gwg.com.au, and clicking on salaries.
2: It's great to see.
0: So following on from that, what do you think is the most important change we should make as a community to improve inclusiveness and belonging?
2: I think the most important change is to just talk about it all all the time. So, you know, we have some great opportunities with things like International Women's Day and and those sorts of things, but we need it to just become mainstream. So I think, you know, that that would just essentially get us past this it being something special mm-hmm. and, and just becoming just, you know, we don't talk about it as much because it's just accepted that that's the way that it is. Hmm. Um, obviously, that, that is a little way off. I get that. Um, but I think if we can just basically move past the, the why, you know, why do we need to keep explaining why diversity yes. is important? yep. Because it often comes up, you know, why do we have to, you know, have targets and why do we have to keep talking about, um, you know, why diversity is important. Once we get past that point, I think if a community can just accept that it's um, a much better place for us to be in, and it's all types of diversity, it's not just gender. um, But gender is obviously the main one that we call out. But I think, you know, for me, that would be when we've definitely made that next inroad, if you Mm. like, and it just becomes genuinely accepted that every workplace and every leader within a workplace should expect to see diversity within the team.
0: Adam, do you have any recommendation for resources and tools that can support people to become allies?
2: Look, I think there is a a great array of material that comes out in and around International Women's Day, and and certainly we've tried to, um, you know, utilise that uh, in our workplace, each year they pick up on a theme, mm-hmm. uh, and so this year was around break the bias, and I thought that was you know quite a an impactful one. Um, BHP this year actually also had that in relation to Indigenous females within our workplace, mm-hmm. and so there has been each year with those themes, you know, a great array of, a great array of material that yeah. comes through. Um, but I also think you know things like the Run Like a Girl video, uh, as I said, when when I've found those tools that have been quite Profound or demonstrate, you know, the message that I'm trying to convey in a really good way. Um, then, you know, I've tended tended to sort of go back and utilise those um, mm. repeatedly because they just work. Yeah, they're simple and they've got the the message down pat. So, yeah, I think if you um, are keen to become an ally, that the, the key thing, well, becoming an ally to me, it, it's a bit of a strange concept yeah. because it, it's um, it's something that we shouldn't have to. I suppose you know pigeonhole but by the same by the same token we recognize that yeah we are on a journey um and so i think you know just getting on board with a lot of the material, particularly the big corporates, are doing a lot of work in this space now. So there's a lot of material available out there on the internet.
0: Yeah, I think statistics are always the one. I know whenever I go to an International Women's Day function and some statistics are called out, even Mm -hmm. though I'm obviously aware of, you know, this push for diversity and inclusion, when those numbers get popped up on the screen and they get talked about, it does become a little bit confronting, but it also shows why we need to keep taking small steps if all of us take small steps together to get to that end goal
2: yeah couldn't couldn't agree more and and i guess the statistics are important they sort of measure where we are mm. along that along that journey sometimes um, you know, I'm quite conscious of it not becoming just, a you know, another metric on a scorecard yeah. to, to chase. And uh, and I know that, you know, particularly when you're in the recruitment space and yeah. we're talking about, you know, how many more women is it going to take to get over the line for the KPI this year and that sort yeah. of thing, it, it loses, yeah. you know, the, the context. But. I think, um, you know, we do need to measure ourselves because that's how we can keep moving forward. So, it's important to um, to not lose sight of that. Um, but, of course, always, you know, making sure that people are just aware that, you know, we've still got a long way to go, mm. um, but there are pockets of excellence around and, and we want to be able to draw on those and particularly highlight, you know, there has been some stats I've seen, particularly within BHP, where we've got you know, small pockets of teams that have really made an inroad into diversity and the safety's better, the morale's better, the performance is better. So using that to then showcase and highlight to other teams, you know, has been important.
0: To finish today, who is another local working to encourage diversity who inspires you?
2: Look, I've had the, um, the benefit of working with Kirsten um, Malloy for a number of years now and, and worked with her in um, a number of working capacities. Um, but she's certainly been someone who I've had a number of good chats with in and around diversity and particularly in the mining industry. She's worked on the on the peripheral and, and involved in the industry for some time as well and seen, you know, some of those challenges firsthand uh, and, her, you know, herself working her way through to some leadership capacities. There's um, been somebody who, yeah, I've had some really good chats with with Kirsten around, um, you know, what else can we do and obviously this Equal Futures project yeah. um, that she's set up and she's been quite motivated in that space. Um, and, and, yeah, so I've just found that to be um, a great opportunity to just bounce off ideas and, and talk about some of those challenges and, and she's really... Been quite passionate, um, and, and obviously, her to speak at, at some of the breakfasts on yeah. International Women's Day and that sort of thing. So, yeah, she'd be one that I'd call out that for me personally I've had a bit to do with.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much for your time today, Adam. We really appreciate it.
2: Not a problem at all. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: The Equal
1: Futures Project is run by volunteers and is a member based not for profit. Our goal is to raise awareness and funds to support diversity, equity, and inclusion in our community and workplaces. While some things are improving, there are many signs that much more work is still needed. We wish to connect with, celebrate and recognise people who are active and advocating for people and groups that are disadvantaged, marginalised and do not have equal access to opportunity. We aim to work and encourage others as allies to support, elevate and promote the voices, concerns and solutions of those advocates and leaders seeking change that delivers equity to the groups they represent.